Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Grant's Greatest Games. He's going to be talking about five from July. Grant, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, my name is Grant Lyon. You might know me from TikTok with Grant's Game Rex or my own YouTube channel. I'm also a professional comedian, so you might know me from things like Comedy Central, Amazon Prime, Sirius XM. I love board games, and I'm happy to be here on Rado's channel. I'm going to start doing a video every month of the top five games I played that month. These are just things I love, and I think that you'll love them too. These games might be from Kickstarter. They might be new releases. They might be old games. You know, there's no rules. There's no rules. I hate rules. No rules in my videos. So here we go. Here are the top five games I played in July. My number five is Trick Draw. This is a card game about magic frickin' cowboys. If you like fast and fun card games that are easy to teach and learn and are easily transportable, well, this is a really good addition to the genre. Uh, One of the things that makes this game stand out, though, in that genre of fast and fun card games, it has a pretty unique central mechanism to the game. You can either play a card face down and get a point, or you can play a card face up and get a special ability. So there's like a tough decision. Oh, do I want to play it for a point? Do I want to play it for the special ability? There's also some deception that happens in the game because you can play a card face up like, oh, that special ability is not that great, but I want it. And then know that you have a card later that allows you to flip multiple things face down. So all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. I just got four points in that turn. The game All you need is 10 points to win the game. So I love that sort of card play. Ah, do you want to play it face up for the ability or face down for the point? It it makes the game feel unique in the genre. But, you know, don't take my word for it. Let's hear from an actual cowboy what he thought of the game. Yeah, I like the game. Who's asking? Well, that felt mildly threatening, but, you know, he's not wrong. It is a fun game, so... Check it out. We get very wrapped up in chasing new games that are coming out all the time. And I get it. There's a lot of great things coming out all the time. But I try to play some games every month that I missed along the way. And the highlight of those games for me in the month of July was Shobu. Man, this is an awesome game. It is a two-player abstract game. And it feels like a game from a thousand years ago, but it's not. It's only from a few years ago. I mean, I get it. Everything pre-pandemic feels kind of like a thousand years ago, but it was only a couple years ago. This game came out pre-pandemic and it's just, it's so beautiful. You know, it's in the game, you are moving stones on four different boards and every turn you can do a passive move and an aggressive move And all you're trying to do is knock the opponent's stones off of one board. And it feels so elegant. Elegant is a perfect word 
for this game. You know, you just, you feel fancy playing it. You're like, yeah, I'm smart. I'm playing Shobu. I'm, I'm sm- I graduated. Look at me. I'm playing, you know, you can't play this game unless you're, you got ideas. I got ideas. I'm, one of those ideas is to play Shobu. You know, if you like two-player abstract games, this one plays quickly. It's easy to learn, but it is so much fun. It's definitely a quieter game, you know, there's a lot of thinking at the table. You're not really like fraternizing and socializing a bunch, but if you like quiet games, this is a great one to check out. Let's go over to Carl's corner and see what Carl thinks. I prefer games I don't have to talk. Anything else you want to say about it? Nope. Okay. All right. Well, that was Carl's Corner. My number three is Pathfinder Revolution. This is a reskinning of the old game Revolution that came out in 2009, but the components are upgraded, the art is better, the game is streamlined, all those good things that come with a new uh, edition of a game. So in Pathfinder Revolution, it is a combination of an auction and area control game. You are bidding for locations behind a privacy screen. You have tokens and things like that that you can bid with, and whoever wins certain locations will get benefits. Those benefits can be getting more tokens to use in future auctions, but they can also be placing cubes out on a board for area control, and at the end of the game, whoever has the most cubes out there gets certain amounts of points. I like this game. The the main reason I like this game is because it is it feels bigger than it actually is. You know, it, it's easy it's easy to teach. I feel like I can teach this game in two minutes, but it feels much bigger than that on the board. It feels like there's a lot going on, even though it's so streamlined and easy to teach. And that's just a fun combination because you feel like you're getting a bunch of bang for your buck, you know? Uh, I, I always want to talk to... I, I love auction games in general because I just I love the intrigue the thought that goes into an auction game about what are you going for how do I screw you over uh, you know who else likes auctioning who has a, a lot of experience with bidding sort of stuff is uh, a guy on a ladder as a guy on a ladder I'm constantly bidding for jobs everybody needs to hire a guy on a ladder but I'll tell you this game makes bidding a lot more fun than earning your living from it Thanks, guy on a ladder. You stay safe on that ladder. Oh, I won't. These things are death traps. Now, unfortunately, Steve Jackson Games canceled the Kickstarter for Pathfinder Revolution very recently, but they do plan to bring it back in the fall. So if you want to keep tabs on it, I think it's worth checking out once it's back. My number two is First Rat. And first of all, this game has one of the best themes of any game I've played in a while. You are rats in a junkyard, and you are trying to use scraps to build a rocket ship to get to the cheese moon. (laughs) I love it so much. We've all heard about the moon being cheese from our childhood. Well, this game took advantage of that. This is a racing game, but honestly, I feel like that term does a disservice to the game because it doesn't really feel like a racing game to me so much as it feels like a worker placement game with forward movement. It's less about racing to the top of the track and more about moving your rats 
to specific places and getting benefits along the way. Yes, you are moving up a track, but it's more about where are you placing your rats and what strategy are you going with with the benefits that you're getting. I, I really like that. It makes the game feel unique both in the racing genre and in the worker placement genre. It's like no game I've ever played before, and that's why it stands out and why it feels so fun. You know who I would love to talk to about this game is an actual rat. Hello, are there any rats in these bushes? Are there any rats in here? Oh God, just flies. Man, just when you want a rat, you can't find one. And my favorite game of July was Dodo's Riding Dinos. This game is wacky. This game is silly. This game is insert synonym for wacky and silly here. All of the words to describe wacky, this game is it. If you like something like Super Mario Kart, this game does a better job capturing that than any other tabletop game I've played before. You are dinosaurs racing around an island. You're playing cards simultaneously, so the game is snappy. The turns move quick because everybody's playing cards simultaneously. And those cards are going to get you movement, and they're also going to get you special abilities. Now, some of the special abilities are throwing different projectiles at other people's dinosaurs. And every projectile you can throw in a different way. You know, the banana, you toss. The meteor, meteorite, you drop. The log, you roll. And so it's just, this game has fun, big, emotional table reactions all the time. You know, there's, oh, whoa, ah! There's all laughter all the time. I just love the emotion it brings out of people when they play this game. The base game is already out, but there's an expansion and a new print on Kickstarter right now, so check it out if you like silly racing games. One of the things I like the most about the game is it, it just works for all ages. You can play this with kids, you can play this with a group of adults, you know, everybody's gonna have fun playing it. Does it have the most strategy? No, but it always has fun. You know who I want to talk to right now? I want to talk to a generic dad. Why do museums display old dinosaur bones? Because they can't afford new ones. <laughs> Look, I'm fine with a dumb dad joke as long as he doesn't tell me he's disappointed in me. That's it. Those are my top five games of the month. Thanks so much for joining me here. I'll be back next month with another video of the best five games I played in August. Thanks, Grant. And folks, if you'd like to know more about those five, there's some links down in the show notes and also on the screen. Thanks for watching. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye-bye.